It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jota, Dundalk and Cavan. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit blackstonemotors.ie. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new week of Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. I'm in great fettle today, I have to tell you that. What a lovely weekend it was. I so enjoyed it. My new toy, my polycarbonate tunnel. We filled the beds, myself and Ava. We were out in the garden most of the weekend. And pains and aches everywhere. I don't move these muscles, only a nod time. But look, that's a little side effect. The weather's gorgeous. Beautiful frosty morning. Settled weather ahead. And they're trying to convince you that it's Blue Monday. Absolute horse manure. Horse manure, folks. Do you know where Blue Monday came from? It was a marketing spiel dreamt up by a UK travel company in 2005. They can shove it where the sun don't shine because this is a wonderful Monday to be alive, I have to say. If you want to get in touch with me on the show, 086-1800-658 is the WhatsApp or text number. Or if you care to call in, it's uh, 041-983-2000. That's the new number, 041-983-2000. We've lots of chat and music and my soundtrack. Oh, it's from a wonderful musical this week. I'm looking forward to it all coming up over the next couple of hours. But today we begin with one of our own. If you're tuned in here on Saturdays, other times he's in the hot seat when needs be. He's simply brilliant. It's our own Eamon Duffy on the line. Good afternoon, Eamon. Are we live, Jerry? Are we live? <laughs> we are live as live. Is it working? <laughs> is it working? Is it working? <laughs> it's certainly working, Eamon. By God, that is just pin clear. The wonders of technology. Who needs anybody yeah. in studio? Over when... the weekend, I, I installed a wire from your house, or from your studio to my house. That's how it's working. That's how it's working, Jerry. <laughs> good on you, How are you, my man? I'm good, and thank you so much for joining us on the show, because you have a cautionary tale to tell, and I believe after today, other people may find that they've been or are in a similar situation. Take us back. 2017, Mm. you went to Ticketmaster. I did. Now, before I do that, halfway through this, somebody like me is going to say, well, it serves him right. He didn't check his bank statement. And you know something? They'd be right. 100% right. So, once upon a time in 2017, let's go back to there, um, Paul McGuinness, that also works for LMFM, and myself and a couple of others decided we'd go to a gig in the UK. I went online, Ticketmaster, blah, 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 did all the bits and pieces. And you know down the bottom of the screen where it says, would you like to receive more details on these? Check this box. You know where that is? Absolutely. I didn't check the box because I don't want any junk mail or any stuff. Perfect. That's fine. Please move to checkout. Clickety-splick. Job done. Thanks very much. Went to the concert. Came home. Lovely. 
Now, roll on, what is it, 2017 to today, five years. Yes. And last Friday, I'm sitting at the uh, at the house and I'm going, why is my Visa card so expensive? I haven't checked it in a while. Went in and checked. I hadn't used the Visa card. Like most people, I probably use the Visa card for booking flights or tickets because you get built-in insurance with the Visa card, but I don't use it for petrol or fuel or stuff like that. Mm. Uh, went in and checked, and I saw all these payments, and on the screen it says WLY star complete savings.ie. And I went, what the hell is that? Hadn't a clue. And I looked back and it was in December and it was in November and October and I kept on going back thinking, ah, it's probably something I'd signed up for somewhere along the line. And it went the whole way back to December 2017, which was one week after I bought the tickets from Ticketmaster. I got on to AIB, who's my bank, and told them. And before I finished the sentence, the girl on the phone went, I said, listen, I have a problem with something, um, a company called Complete. And she went, savings.ie. I went, how do you know that? And she said, because we get about 15 to 20 of these calls per day. Basically, what's happened is at the bottom of the Ticketmaster website, and I'm led to believe not just Ticketmaster, other airline carriers, clothing companies, um, a lot of online places. I don't want to name them because I could name the wrong one that doesn't have it, but there are shed loads of them out there. And not just small little companies. I'm talking about big multinational companies. Um, When you go to check something at the bottom of the site, would you like to receive information on this? You physically check the box and you put a little tick into it. This company, CompleteSavings.ie, have the box pre-checked. So when you go to click checkout, even though you haven't agreed to it, the Mm. box is pre-ticked. They're charging you €16.37 straight away as a setup fee and then €15 per month. So you imagine all those €15 have been taken away on my account for five years. Eamon, I'm going to ask Mm -hmm. the question. Eamon Duffy. What yes. were you not up to? Why didn't you check this before? Because, Jerry, I'm a numpty. So I've said it myself. <laughs> That's the reason. There is no other reason. It's, ah, yeah, I'll get around to that. And then life gets in the way or I'm doing something or something comes on the TV or whatever. Uh, I don't check it. And, well, I didn't. I do now. Mm. Um, but I didn't check it just because the fact that all I use the credit card for, as I said to you, now a debit card, I check the debit card account, but I never check the credit card because I only use it for booking flights or getting tickets from Ticketmaster or something like that. Something yes. where I require the inbuilt insurance in the credit card. Everything else I use the debit card for because it comes out straight away. I don't like using credit cards because like most people, I don't like paying interest charges. Mm. Um, so that was the story. Got on to AIB. They said, here's what we're going to do, Mr. Dunphy. We're going to stop that payment going out from here. Mm. And I said, what about the rest of the payments? Because it's gone back five years and she said listen they're a very good company if you haven't used their service and I said what does that mean and she said if you haven't physically used complete savings on IE which by the way um, if you want to know what they are they're a, a coupons company so yeah. you know when you go into your flights and it says please insert promotion code here yes that's what this company okay. does. They give you the promotions okay. code to save you money. Yes. It's it's a great it's a great company yes. if you're into using codes. And I'm not knocking the company as a company. Of course, I'm not knocking them in the slightest. What I'm saying is that it's very sneaky what they've done. That they've pre-checked the box down the bottom, and by default, it's already pre-checked. So you go into hit checkout, bump, you've already paid your uh, sixteen thirty-seven, and then your fifteen quid a month. That's set up unbeknownst to you and because it's such a small amount of 15 euro per month you kind of don't notice it Mm. 
If it was, you know, if it was 100 yes. euro a month, all of a sudden you'd be looking at your credit card bill going, 300 euro has been spent in three months, where did that go? Yeah. But because it's only 15 quid, you get confused. Did I buy something? Did I not buy something? Or if you're an idiot like me, you just didn't check it and didn't get away with it. But I know that I hadn't used my credit card since probably well, because of COVID, nobody went anywhere. So I didn't use it to yeah. book flight tickets, let's face it. Mm. Um, and that's the reason I, I noticed when the credit card bill would come in, I'm going, why has that gone up to... Uh, 250. Now all of a sudden it's 350 a couple of weeks later or whatever, a couple of months later. Yeah. And that's where the thing came. So I did something. I got on to um, completesavings.ie on the website. Um, I rang the number and spoke to a very nice lady and she said, this is what's going to happen. Um, now, I did tell a bit of a, a kind of a porky. Um, you know the way at the start of these things they say terms and conditions apply and your call is being recorded yes. for quality and training purposes. Mm. I said, well, in the interest of being uh, fluid with you, in the interest of being very honest, I'm a journalist. Well, that's is, putting your cards on the table. Yeah, so I'm telling you that I'm a journalist. I kind of am in a roundabout way because yeah. I do broadcast stuff. Yes, so. yes. A loosely based journalist. All the, the NUJ members will be going, no, you're not. You're a bloody radio, radio DJ. But um, kind of. So I, I said, I, I'm allowing cards. it. I'm allowing it. Let's, let's Thank you, say Jerry. It. Thank you for that. Um, so I said to them, I'm a journalist. If this doesn't go the right way, you're going to get an awful lot of bad press. Mm. So it was, it was a veiled threat. Yes. Uh, but at the same time, I was being forthright with them at the start. You're telling me that my call has been recorded. So I'm telling you that I'm a journalist. Within 30 seconds, she had put 45 quid back into my card. Straight away, like that. Mm. And then she said, what's going to happen is we're going to send you out a questionnaire. Once we get the questionnaire out to you, if you haven't used our service since you've set it up, well, then we know that we've added you by mistake, inverted commas, and you will get a refund. Now, that was Friday afternoon about four, no, about, about two o'clock, because I rang you shortly there afterwards yep. and said this was happening. Um, Saturday morning at 10 past 10, I get an email in that says, Dear Mr. Duffy, your... Um, request form has been sent to our company and we will have a look at it and come back to you. And then on Sunday um, at eight minutes past eight in the morning, I'll read this to you. Dear Mr. Duffy, we've received your claim form and confirmed that we've issued the additional credit to your credit card of €705 as per your request. These will um, form 47 individual credits on your credit or debit card within the next three to five working days. Please let us know if your request was resolved satisfactorily. Yours sincerely, blah, blah, blah. So they have actually put the money back in. It hasn't hit my account yet, but they have said they've done it. I will be checking the credit card to see if it is You will. But pretty much what what the reason I'm doing this is because, um, yes, I am a dumpty. Yes, I am an idiot. People shouting at the radio. But at the same time, I'm a pretty tech-savvy fella, as as you will know. You are. Very tech-savvy when it comes to certain things. Mm. But I didn't check the credit card. But Eamon, here's the thing about this. A couple of things uh, crossed my mind. First of all, you've now saved for a holiday. Well done to you. You have the money back in and we give completesavings.ie full credit for the way they've handled this subsequently. But there are two things that strike me here. Number one, I'm with you all the way. If I want something, I should tick the box. The box should not be ticked. That is just a, a sacrosanct. And secondly, big companies, all companies carrying this should now say, hold on a minute, this is disingenuous, Eamon. Please, it's sneaky. Mm. 
It's, it's very sneaky. And yes. the thing about it, Jerry, is if it was, you know, something that I bought from um, a Facebook ad or I bought it from a done deal ad or something, you can kind of go, ah, well, sure, you know, it was a scam. You knew it was a con-. Mm. This was Ticketmaster. This wasn't some little shady backstreet dealer. Yes. This was Ticketmaster. And I could name some of the other companies that are involved. I don't want to because... Yeah. No, your experience, one, yeah, your experience, yeah. Your experience is with, with Ticketmaster. Ticket Here's the thing, and we're sure about this, just to come back on this, to double back. Mm-hmm. This is now... Uh, a fact the box is ticked that's it across the box board is, for it. the box is ticked the box is pre-ticked on the bottom um, and it was the lady in AIB that said I got caught with this personally so she was caught with it a couple of her colleagues were caught with it and I said how are they catching people out and she said the box on the bottom that they ask you to tick if you want to receive these services or sign up for this uh, service is pre-checked Mm-hmm. which means that by you agreeing to uh, go to the checkout, once yes. you've bought your, your details, by you agreeing to go to the checkout and the box is pre-ticked, you therefore have agreed to that. And because you're going to the checkout to pay for tickets or your flights or whatever it is that you're doing, they already are now piggybacked onto that. So when you pay your credit card for your tickets or your flights mm-hmm. or whatever, they piggyback off that and they take the payment. And all of a sudden you're paying sixteen thirty-seven initial setup fee and then €15 Euro a month. Hey, 12 months by 15, 150 by 10 plus 30 is 180 a year. Plus uh, you, lost the there. you lost me there, Jerry. You I'll, lost me there when you said Leave the maths 10. to me. I'm all right. 180 a year plus, you know, you're 16, 37. Five years, Eamon. You know what I mean? It's a long time for that to be going on. I just wonder, are you listening to Eamon's story with us today on Late Lunch? Anybody else... Uh, come across this and resolve it or anybody else you know going to their credit cards as we speak here and having a look I advise everybody to check this out because this now could just, be happening you know and you don't sorry, know Jerry, just on one little point it doesn't come up as complete savings it's kind of disguised on your credit card it comes up as WLY star complete savings dot IE okay so it's not you, know, you will look for it. you'll find complete savings but that's what it is on your credit card statement so if you ring your bank and you have this and you say to the bank WLY star sign complete savings dot IE they'll be able to find it and track it and if you look specifically under those bum, 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 up they will come mm. all those credit card uh, payments that you've made uh, not illegally by the way this is not illegal no, what no. they've done is not, it's not illegal no. it's completely legal completely yeah. overboard it's up to you what is that you that would have done Latin at school what is is it caveat emptor is it <laughs> let the buyer beware <laughs> buyer beware let the buyer beware uh, so uh, that's uh, what they're yeah. basically saying to you that you have to go out it's up to you to check that all the boxes that should be ticked are ticked and the ones that you don't want to receive should be unticked because um Eamon's an idiot, don't be Eamon. That's basically what the story well, is. Well, you today. know, it's a salutary tale and all's when, well that ends well because... Well, you it hasn't ha- ended yet. Yeah, well, look, we're, we're well Let's on the road. on Tuesday or Wednesday <laughs> yeah, if I, I get the money back in the I account. don't think this is going back, to be honest with you. I, I, my, uh, I'm sure you, you will get this now. They've committed to it. But look, folks, have you been affected? Have you come across this? 086-1800-658. That's the WhatsApp or text number 086-1800-658 or 0419832000 if you care to call in. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm going home mm-hmm. to check. I'm going home to check mine, to be honest with you. I am because I'm like yourself. A way I have a, do you know the way, Eamon? You have a vagueness in your mind. I got this, I bought that, I did that. Looks generally yep. right. Bang, pay. And that's all yep. you did. That's what you did. Yeah, but I did it for five years and I didn't know. bother looking at it. That's the problem, Jerry. And as I said, there's people yeah. listening to the show now going, well, it saves you right, you feckin' idiot. Yes. And that's what they're doing. And, and you know, they're completely right. So the, the, the takeaway from this is, number one, 
always check before you sign to go to the next section that you haven't actually ticked a box or it's that pre-ticked. you don't want to tick. Or, or it's, it's pre-ticked. pre-ticked for you. Always make sure that the box is that you don't want to receive any information or you don't want to sign up for the service is unchecked. Yes. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, if you pardon the pun, check your credit card statements yeah. because it's so simple for this to happen. As I said, I'm pretty tech savvy guy, but 705 euro are coming back is coming back into my account, thankfully. But mm. this could have gone the other way mm. and I could be talking to somebody in a different country with no jurisdiction to get the money back and they basically are saying, yeah, you're singing for it, buddy, you're never getting it. Yeah. Uh, but on, uh, full credit, full credit where it's due, completesavings.ie um, have said they've refunded it. Um, if on Wednesday or Thursday they have a legend now, you can tell the listeners as well. Yes, do let but me know. As of today, that's the letter that I got that I will be getting the money back. And uh, no, we're not going to have a party, Jerry. And no, I'm not buying your pint. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Whenever we can party. But I think it'll be soon. I'm very confident about on that front as well after the, uh, the weekend and all that's emerging on this blimmin' thing that we've had to live with for uh, mm. a couple of years now. But look, Eamon, uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks for telling your story so eloquently and I'm sure you are going to help many people beyond this interview today and do keep us posted. Let us know during the week and I'll pass on the word as well here. Thank you so much, Eamon. Tune in Saturday, 1.15. Don't miss them every Saturday. Thanks, Eamon. Thanks, Jerry. Take Take care care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's our own Eamon Duffy there. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text if you'd like to get in touch with us. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it really? I, I, like, if you use their services, good luck to you. Well, you, you're paying to use their services. As Eamon said, they're a very useful company as well, and they're, they're very good. But you shouldn't have to untick. The box should be left unchecked, that it's up to me or you who are buying to check it. Isn't that we're being fair there, aren't we, saying that as well? Ah, you know, like, this is just... I, I, I don't like it, you know what I mean, that it is checked, but it just shows you we should always be on our guard when purchasing, watching for all these type of things. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Ah, oh, you know, I love my post. I've told you this many times in the past. I love receiving letters, cards or whatever. Got a beauty this morning, absolute beauty for the new year. And it was sent in to me by Tia Carlin, and she's uh, a calligrapher based in Monaghan, and it's 2022, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. Tia, you're giving us a real lift today. That card is going pride of place on my desk upstairs, so it is, with the lovely 2022 in front of it. You're really talented, and you've certainly uh, brightened my day. Got a lovely one as well from Cambridge in the UK, and it says, Dear Jerry, writing to you all the way from Cambridge. I'm really enjoying my first term here, though I'm missing Ireland. I really love speaking with you on your show, and I'd love to talk to you again soon. Have a lovely and happy new year. That comes in from Aisha Jalali. Do you remember Aisha? And we spoke to her through her leaving search year and all the challenges she faced and she got her place in Cambridge and she sent me that beautiful car there. It's a lovely thought, isn't it, to send it on. And we will be talking again soon. And uh, they come in threes today, yes, from my good friends, the Franciscan Sisters of the Renewal. Sent me a beautiful card and lovely words as well. They're wonderful women and uh, they're, uh, they've several uh, places all over the world that they work out of and one here in Drogheda where they arrived a few years back. I thank you for the lovely card and I really do appreciate it. You took time to send it to me uh, with a lovely message on it too. Thanks a million for that. Did you see, you hear the news about the onions? Did you hear about your onions over the weekend? You know, uh, we love our gardening here, Nikki and myself and so many people out there enjoy when we talk about the garden. But 
onions. Onions are, are the basis and they're so, they're easy to grow from seed. You can grow them from sets as well and they're cheap as chips as times. But they make you cry. You know this, folks. Onions make you cry when you slice them. The tears run down your face. They do indeed. No more. There's a new onion. It's called a sunion. S-U-N-I-O-N. A sunion. And you won't have a tear when you chop it up and put it into your stew or your store fries or anything. No, you won't have a tear. They've just arrived in the UK, developed in America and developed, well, by a guy called Rick Watson in conjunction with BASF. Well, anyway, he's the developer. Uh, they're 30p in the UK dearer than the cost of normal onions. Okay, 150 for normal onions, 180 for the onions. But you won't be crying, you won't shed a tear. But, 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 and there is a compromise Yes, the Washington Post said recently, um, sweet enough that you could sit there and eat them like popcorn and barely have any scent. Well, they're in favour of them. But in other places, people said they're tasteless. Yeah, tearless but tasteless, says another review. Flavourless, said another journalist who tried them. Sunions, no tears. Would you compromise the taste for the no tears? I certainly wouldn't. I'd rather have a good cry and have the flavour of the onion than no, than no cry and not the taste. Oh, jeepers, no. It's not onions for me. It's me standard bog standard onion. It'll do me all the way. What do you think? <laughs> anyway, so they can invent anything nowadays and change the DNA of everything under the sun. There you go. Sunions. Ah, they'll be here soon, I'm sure. Anyway, coming up on Late Lunch after two o'clock today, Randall Plunkett is with me, the owner of Dunsany Castle. We spoke to him about the rewilding of the estate. They're going to put a railway line through it and he ain't a happy camper, but taking us to news and weather at two. Yes, on this happy Monday on late lunch very happy Monday like every Monday is it's Mr Van Morrison and brown eyed girl just for my Ava she's the loveliest brown eyes hey where did we go days when the rains came Schieffer's been in touch with me to say, Jerry, amazing. I had the same issue as Eamon in the summer of last year and thankfully received a refund. People should check what they're taking, as Eamon said, and uh, be aware of the charges on their credit cards. Thanks indeed for that. The onions, the sunions, you won't cry if you buy sunions. They're different to ordinary onions, as I was saying. They're a no-tier onion. Uh, someone on there to say, stick a fork in the onion when you're peeling it, Jerry, and you won't shed tears. Another listener says, well, the old one, Jerry, was always run the tap when you're peeling the onions and you won't cry either. I, 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 I know the tap one and the water running and I've tried it and the tears still flow down my cheeks, to be honest with you. Any more tips for... Uh, preventing tears when working with onions. I'd love to hear if you have a hack or a tip for me. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me to the show. 041-983-2000 if you'd like to call in. Now, my next guest, I've spoken to him a number of times on the show and I really admire him because he is the man who holds all the aces with the wonderful uh, Dunsany estate. And he told us last time on about his rewilding project, all the wildlife and the impact it was having but he's not a happy camper now and for fair good reason, which we're going to hear, Randall Plunkett Baron of Dunsany, welcome to Late Lunch again. Hey Jerry, good to speak to you again. Oh, it's great to have you with us. Just for our listeners, will you tell us what you have a major, major issue with now? 
So those who don't know, we are the pretty much the only rewilding project in Ireland, and we're a large-scale rewilding project. The project itself is about 750 acres. Um, we embarked on this journey about almost 10 years ago, and um, we saw instant success. We had the return of animals that haven't been seen for years, snipe, uh, woodpeckers, all that sort of stuff. And we were very keen to get kids' science together because there isn't very many uh, places that you can truly see nature in, in, its, in its glory acting where you don't have other, other interventions like farming or anything like to do with tourism. So we did, uh, we started working with Trinity, we started working with DCU, and we achieved a lot. And then there is now the consultation for the train line. Now, the train line would separate a large section of the estate uh, and would go through the old train line that used to be there uh, and would do a fair amount of damage at this stage. And it threatens to basically undo everything we've done. Now, you say the old line that was there, just to clarify that, the uh, the former line, which is the Dublin-Navin rail line, which is defunct for such a long time, did it run through? Is it the same route that tried? So what happened originally is there was a small handmade line that went through the estate on the very verge of the forest. Mm. And no problem there. There's no, no problem at all, except that was a single line. Uh, and at a different time, we were not in the same place as we were 60, 70, 80 years ago. Mm. Uh, environmental damage is happening so fast here in Ireland that we don't have very many wild spaces. We don't have much biodiversity anymore. So that's the first thing to, to accept, the fact that we are dwindling very quickly, especially in County Meath, where we don't have a lot of mature trees. Now, the area around the railway line has plenty of mature trees, lots of oaks, lots of beech. And this is also the home of where the woodpeckers are. Sparrow hawks have come back. Um, multitude of birds to be honest with you and bats and all that other stuff um the people of navin absolutely need a train line they have my 100 percent support but we need to be very careful in this situation because what was good 100 years ago is not necessarily good today now the current plan and, and bear in mind it is just a consultation at this point yes. but we, we're being very very taken it very seriously because these things can move very fast uh, the, the current line goes through Kilmesson and on to Navin. Mm. Unfortunately for the past, it does not really hit our modern problems. Ashburn has no representation. Mm. Batoth has no representation. Kells has no representation. But we are about to do some serious damage on an area that is essentially becoming a very, very important place and is being seen internationally. Mm. And it... It's rather embarrassing if we run a train line right through the only rewilding project of Ireland. It would not be good. And, um, and, and what the you're saying, is, yeah, what you're saying, just to focus on this for a moment, you're saying if you look at the population spread, Ashbourne and Retoth, well, huge population centres now, and by going through Dunsany and Kilmessen Village onto Navin, which are smaller but like have grown as well, but not as much certainly, you're saying that the plan now in your book needs to be revisited to take in those population centres? I, I think there's three things to, to deal with here. One, we have to look at, at the population and what's going to happen. So if we do this line the way we, we intend to do it, mm. which is going through Kilmesson uh, and Dunsany, I mean, there's, no, there's very limited abilities to go there in terms of population. They're, they're not yeah. developed areas. Mm. Navin absolutely is, and that's why Navin's important. Yep. I would argue it needs to go to Kells, but that's, that's another issue. 
Um, so if we, don't, if we do it that way, in a few years' time, the people of Ashburn and Ratoth, who are still getting stuck on the M50 every morning and trying to get out of the place to go to work, uh, are going to still have no train line, mm. no representation. And trying to get to Dunshockland to do park and ride will be laughable, to be honest, because they'll be stuck in even more traffic. So that's not going to work. So they'll have to build a second line. And that means more money, more damage. And we are partitioning farmland, we are partitioning ecosystems, more and more. And these larger tracts of land, they're getting harder and harder to come by, which means the benefits of them, including for the farmers. And because it goes beyond Dunsany, we have to protect mead farmland as well. Because it's very limited nowadays. We cannot develop everything. Mm. Otherwise, we will end up with a concrete jungle. They don't make more of land, that's for they sure. They certainly that's the don't. One. But I would propose yeah. a different idea. Okay. We already have a motorway. Mm. A motorway which, by the way, we pay for every year a uplift to a foreign company. Because we don't get enough tolls mm. going to Navan. Mm. So that's a problem in its own. But that's not what I'm, I'm going to say. I'm going to say, what if... If the, the route to Navan is necessary, why not go alongside the motorway? The benefit of such a plan would be they would still get to Navan. Mm. The, the amount of environmental damage would be limited. Mm. It's an area that has already been some, somewhat developed for that kind of transportation. But that's not on the program. Mm. And I would ask why. Have you an opportunity to put this case forward now in the consultation? I'm, I put it in. Many of my uh, followers and friends have put in as well. A lot of them don't think it's a good idea. A lot of them would like to see the transport affect more areas, more areas that are currently with large populations. I think the people of Ashburn absolutely should be upset because, to be honest, they don't seem to have a park. They don't have any services. Mm. And, uh, you know, not to be mean to the people of Kilmessen, but I think the people of Ashburn deserve a little bit more than what they're getting. And, but that aside, if we destroy the very few areas we have left of wild, to, even though the benefit to carbon, it, there is a benefit, I'm not going to discount that, but we have to be very careful because if we destroy the few things that we have in, in favor of an idea, which is just carbon, carbon is only one of the many problems with climate change. It's the one that everybody seems to understand. But ecosystems and destroying habitats is by far one of the most dangerous things we have in this country mm. because we are terrible at protecting our wild areas. We're terrible at protecting our ecosystems. And once they're gone, they're not coming back. Carbon, we may solve the carbon problem with technology and all that, but ecosystems, not so easy. Mm. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to put it to you. Definitely there is a benefit in the rail for sure. There's no doubt about uh, absolutely, that. Absolutely, and I'm not objecting. Yes. That. But another thing to say is that the original plan uh, was a single line. Mm. Now it's a double line. So they will have to pancake a larger area. And they will also have, they also put many years ago a sewage line. So I would question the, uh, the benefit of putting a railway line on top of a sewage line. And I hope that we never have a problem with the sewage line, because otherwise the kind of damage and destruction that would have to help of digging it all up again could be a problem as well. And frankly, as a taxpayer, I wouldn't want to see that kind of reckless kind of building anyway. Mm. So something's got to move, either the sewage line or the railway line. And either way, it means there's going to be a lot more damage in that area for a very small amount of benefit. Now, not to Navin. Navin yeah. has to be serviced, absolutely. Yes. You have my support 100% on that. But Kilmessen less, 
Ashburn, absolutely. Ratoth, definitely. Mm. Um, and Kells. Just coming back to your practical problem, if this were to go ahead, um, this will dissect uh, your estate, so it will divide one from the other. You mentioned a moment ago... Well, what you- would happen is this. Um, okay. The first thing is that they would have to take out a large section of one of our most biodiverse forests. Okay. Right? There is... There was a development there, and trees have grown since, but the, the trees on either side of the, of the old railway line are very mature, I assure you. Mm. So that would, that would, you cannot have a 300-year-old oak near a railway line. That's mm. not going to happen. So they'd have to flatten all of that down. The next thing you'd have to worry about is the, the vibrations and et cetera near the other trees that were closer. Mm. That would also create a problem further down the line, but that's another issue. The biggest problem is it would split our estate in half, which means the animals would not be able to go to the neighboring areas of forestry or anything. So we would be completely partitioned into an island within an island. And that means the benefits of of longevity and the continued increase of species would be limited. And the the lights, the noise pollution will affect bird populations. I mean, there's more and more research day in, day out coming out that those have massive effects. So could I say this to you? In other places, and I suppose you know this too, railway lines actually have become havens for wildlife in a way. You know, the banks at the side of them, and they've encouraged other species that, you know, are losing habitat left, right and centre. That's one thing crossed my mind. The other thing, I suppose it's not practical, is it, Randall, to have an underpass here or there that... Yeah, animals can I move. I mean, I think, I think that should be standard anyway, yeah. to be honest with you. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that, that the railway line is a bad thing. Railway lines are a great thing. We need them. In fact, we should have never gotten rid of them in the first place. But that's, again, the problem is if we do a massive amount of destruction in areas that are, should we say, uh, rare ecosystems yeah. that have the possibility to create large tracts of land that can, animals and, and habitats can grow. Because what the benefits of, a, of, a, of five acres is not the same as 500 acres. Mm. And unfortunately, you do not have in this country today large areas such as Dunsany. You have a few here and there in the West and in Clare maybe, but you don't have large areas, huge tracts of lands where, where animals can move between, where ecosystems yes. can grow. At this path, at, on this neck of the woods here. Yeah. Or a train yeah. line nearby mm. with, with birds and stuff, imagine what you could have with a benefit of 700 acres, for example, mm. or more. Mm. Yes, you know, you're and right. Beyond uh, myself, there are neighbours as well who also have areas of, of, of fields yeah. and woodlands alongside me. So it's beyond just the Dunsany. It's the benefits of the drumree, of, of Kilmess, and all these areas also have other areas that animals can transfer between. Yes, and, and you make a good point. There are, uh, there's an absence, especially on the East Coast here, where we are of those uh, types of tracts of land dedicated to, uh, you know, prolonging the lives of species like trees and animals as well. Just before we finish, I want to put a couple of things to you. You have said that, you know, you're willing to go the distance on this, that you even said you'd tie yourself to a tree to prevent anybody or diggers or workmen or whatever coming in. Now, we've had this in the past. You know, Glenda, the Downs in the late 90s, we saw what happened down there with a roadway. But at the end, yeah, the road was built and the people who tried to block it by digging in, tying themselves to trees were eventually removed. You would go to that extreme, would you? Well, I hope Mount Joy has good vegan food because I'm willing to do it. This country ha- is destroying its natural heritage, Jerry, and and... There are many people in this country who are, not, who are not going to accept that. I am one of them. And I will fight tooth and nail to protect our natural heritage in this country. Because by the time they figure out that it's gone, it'll be too late.
Well, the message is loud and clear. There's a consultation going on at the moment. Everybody has an opportunity to have their say in uh, that process as well. And I wish you well. I I say it again. I love what you've done. I think it's marvellous. And... uh, your boost to the environment and animals and wild animals in this area again is unprecedented. We watch this space and we'll keep in touch as this story develops. We can continue. Ah, please God, you will. Thank you, Randall. All right, thank you, Jerry. Take care now. Bye-bye. That's uh, Randall Plunkett there, Baron of the Insane. He's a great guy. He's all for the environment. Wonderful tree species there. Wildlife as well. The real line is needed. He's, he's not saying that. He, he, it has to be done. But he feels it can be done in a different type of way. And he's made a number of suggestions there. Well, let's see what what happens. And... Uh, Progress, I see it myself, even where I live on the north side of Drogheda, where I used to go wander around with my dog in the fields and everything. They're all gone and they're disappearing fast and there's just houses, houses, houses everywhere as well. And the wildness and all that that I love so much is disappearing. Anyway, that story is live and continuing and the process of consultation is happening over the coming weeks, months and years for sure. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. We're always open for consultation and submissions here to Late Lunch. 086-1800-658 WhatsApp or text me 0419832000 if you'd like to call in. Memories bring back, memories bring back your Maroon 5 and Memories on your late lunch this Monday afternoon. Beautiful, beautiful song. I met a lady, I think it was around the Christmas time, and she stopped me. I didn't know her from Adam, and she says, Jerry, love that song, Maroon 5. I dedicate it to you. I can't remember your name. She had a head like a bloody sieve, to be honest with you. Anyway, a lovely song. It is really touching. Now, January. What a month when you're waiting on the paycheck. It's so long, isn't it? How would you like a thousand euro in your bank account? Well, we want to pop it into somebody's account out there. How do you do it? Follow us on Instagram, LMFM. Follow us on Instagram. Tag your mates and then share the post. And that's all you have to do. And then you're in. Could be a thousand euro better off. It'll pay the bills from the credit cards, won't it? The beekeepers. I say hello to Mr. Tom Shaw today. What a great man he is. He's been in touch to say... If you're interested in learning about beekeeping, they're fantastic. I did the courses, you know myself. I kept the bees for a time and it's such a, such a wonderful interest. Well, their lectures are starting on Wednesday, the 16th of February from 7 to 9 o'clock on each Wednesday. They're for eight weeks. They're via Zoom this time, although with the changing situation you'd never know but anyway the schedule for zoom check them out county loud beekeepers association they have a website they're on social media there and all the details are there if you'd like to sign up and learn how to keep the bees what a story i spotted over the weekend canadian doctor was on a long haul flight yes from uh Doha to Entebbe and about an hour into the flight the call went out from uh, the captain to say is there a doctor on board and Dr Aisha Katib was on board the flight and there was a Ugandan uh, migrant worker travelling home from Saudi Arabia about to deliver her first child (laughs) and yes the baby was born up in the skies oh what a great story 35 weeks slightly early healthy and the baby was called has been called miracle aisha after the doctor who delivered the baby in the sky she's a professor actually at the university of toronto and 
Uh, she's been so busy. I, I just read the story. It's terrific in Toronto uh, dealing with coronavirus and uh, she was on her way on that flight and little did she know that she'd bring a new life, a baby into the world. But uh, all's well that ends well and the flight continued and the baby was delivered and mum and baby and doctor and everybody. Isn't that just the loveliest story? It really is. They happen from time to time. They're a rarity, but they do happen. Just to see as well, before we came on there, our own doctor, our professor, should I say, Professor Paul Moyne, uh, confirming what he spoke to us about here on the show last Tuesday, that he believes we may have turned the corner with the Omicron variant. Please, God, we have. Reading the newspapers the weekend, the positivity, the sadness, oh, the sadness about Ashling and Ashling Murphy who was murdered in Tullamore dominating the um, the newspapers but on the other hand the the hope and the positivity from Luke O'Neill and many others that because of our high vaccination rates in this country and all the people who've got jab 1 jab 2 and the booster we are in a wonderful place now, they believe. Barring another variant, but they're confident they can deal with that too. Look at the States. Look at America. It's been crucified at the moment with deaths, with hospitalizations, and cases. And it's mainly due to the fact that their percentage of population vaccinated is way lower than us in this country. That's the benefit of being a small country with a small population and people who cut through the nonsense and the lies and everything else to say we trust in science we trust in effort we trust in the people out there and going with that and there you are well done to everybody and again I say and they're often not mentioned I read all the time about other professions who are pushed to the collar and stressed out and need time off the people on the front line the doctors the nurses the specialists the staff in the hospital who do all those other tasks that you don't see, feeding the patients, moving patients about, all of the staff in our hospital and front-facing staff from top to bottom. Well done to you all. Congratulations to you all. You've done a wonderful, wonderful job this last two years and we really appreciate it and we'll never forget it. And I hope our government now move on beyond this and hopefully we are moving beyond it to robustly build up our capability in healthcare. That's the number one priority must be done now and I hope, I really do hope that that message is loud and clear with the uh, people in government and the people who have the decision making ability to do that beyond this. We were caught short under resourced, you name it that must never ever happen again. I was telling you earlier about the sunion, the no tears onion and getting lots of suggestions now how to deal with this bog standard onion. Well you'll get the tears when you're cutting them, chopping them, or peeling them. There's a couple more into me. Uh, Jerry, put the onion in the freezer for 15 minutes before you start to slice it. No tears, says a listener. Thanks for that. Another one says, put a spoon in your mouth when you're peeling. <laughs> I could see myself there standing at the sink with the spoon in me gob. I'd look like a spoon, wouldn't I? Anyway, thanks for your suggestions. I really appreciate them. And they're all w- with merit and worth trying, I have to say, all joking aside. Now, we move on on late lunch and we're joined by one of our wonderful regulars again this year, Vetchinade Kelly. Hello. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. Now, I'm, I'm going personal here at the start just for a moment. Messi, I had him... 
uh, for his vaccinations, yeah. etc., with your friends and all pets. Yeah. And lucky enough, the vet said to me when I was there, Jerry, she would just check them out in general. She says, has he been shaking his head? And you know what, Sinead? I nearly died because I work beside where the utility is when I'm at home in the mornings and I could hear him, you know, shaking yeah. his head and his ears flapping. Oh, geez, she said, yeah, he has an ear infection. And Aww. I don't know how long he had it for. But anyway, Sinead, got the stuff, put it into the ears for five days. How can I be sure it's cleared, Sinead? Okay, so number one, um, he should stop shaking his head or shaking his ears or scratching his ears or rubbing his ears on the furniture. And number two, if you actually look at the ear, so if you lift up the ear flap um, and have a little look inside, the skin of the ear flap should look nice and normal skin colour. It shouldn't be red or inflamed. And also the ear canal should look kind of clean. There shouldn't be a huge amount of wax or dirt or any discharge or anything coming out. And it should not smell offensive. Um, and if you want to check with the other ear, then you can kind of compare. Yep. Normally, most dogs, if they have an ear infection, you will know quite easily because they'll do the kind of shaking the head and the rubbing the ears and scratching when you're with them all the time. So probably Messi had maybe just developed that quite recently, or maybe he was just being very brave and stoic and not showing you the signs very much. Um, but most of the time, you know, you would notice with the with the shaking of the head and the rubbing and, and the scratching. But definitely get used to looking at your dogs or your cat's ears and what they look like normally. And normally, you know, as I say, the, the flap should be nice, uh, normal skin colour, no inflammation, no scale or grease or, or dirty stuff on the outside of the canal. Um, and, and the smell as well is a good idea to have a little look and see what's going on with OK, it. and if I'm concerned, back to the vet. Yeah, no. because the thing about it, and this is what people often forget, so essentially ears are lined by skin. And so sometimes dogs um, can be prone to a recurrence of ear infections or ear irritation, maybe, say, if they have underlying allergic skin disease. So in the same way that the skin can become hyperreactive so can the lining of the ears, the external ear canal. Essentially, we all have low numbers of bacteria and yeast down our ear and they all live happily uh, quite quite the thing, no problems. And then if for any reason, so let's say a dog goes swimming a lot or maybe they have long floppy ears or maybe they have underlying allergies, the environment or the atmosphere in the ear canal changes. And so when they maybe say the pH changes or the temperature changes or the moisture level changes, that is enough to upset the normal little balance. So I think most people now realise we all have healthy bacteria in our guts. The same really exists in your ears, in the skin. So you have healthy levels of, of kind of your normal bacteria and healthy levels of yeast. And essentially then any little trigger that upsets the apple cart kind of upsets the balance and things start to multiply out of control. So um, so it's definitely a, a lot of people would know, say the spaniels, the dogs long floppy ears are prone to things, you know, recurrent ear infections. Swimming dogs are and also any kind of allergic skin disease dogs are. And the thing about ears is they can go really quickly from being a little mild irritation or infection to being really bad um, mm. within the space of 24 hours especially if the dog is scratching and rubbing and things like that so don't ignore it because they, okay. they can get some people say well it's not sore oh my god they can get really really bad and so so sore so definitely don't ignore it and they can't tell you that's the other thing yeah, for yeah. sure now here's one for you um Jerry, will you ask Sinead, I have a Chihuahua mix and I was out for a walk a few weeks back with the wee dog and uh, we were attacked by a pit bull. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Thankfully, dog didn't sustain much injuries. I broke my finger, says oh my God, the listener. Oh uh, but the sad thing is that the dog will not go out since. How can oh. I get uh, the dog back out outdoors for a walk? 
Oh, my Lord. Okay, so probably the best thing to do, I would say, is go back to basics. I think you need to get your dog's confidence a little bit up. So let's say, hopefully, you might have friends that have dogs that are good with the dog. So maybe uh, get your friends to bring a good, nice, trusted, well-behaved dog maybe to the garden or to the house and let the dog interact and sniff with that dog and get to see that not all dogs are scary. And then just go very gradually, maybe just bring the dog out for a little walk um, on the lead, on the ground, uh, maybe for a few minutes, and then go back home and, and maybe give some treats, you know, lots of praise and, and positive reinforcement and rewards for every time we go walk a little bit and start off very short distance. What most people do and they go wrong with is they go out with the dog in their arms um, either because they're anticipating an attack or there has been an attack and unfortunately what that transmits to the dog is a little bit of fear, A, because you're probably feeling a bit afraid and B, the dog is feeling, well why have I been picked up off the ground? There must be some reason for that. Um, and so the best thing to do is to try and almost get back on the horse straight away so definitely use maybe your friends with dogs that, that are good with the dog so that the dog gets used to other dogs again uh, and definitely just start off a bit of desensitization so short walks maybe going somewhere where at, at a time of day where you know it's going to be quiet or calm or not many other people or dogs about um, and just go slowly slowly little bit at a time try not to be lifting or carrying the dog try to have the dog on the floor walking and encouraging and giving if the dog is food orientated little nice high value treats like little tiny bits of, of sausage or something like that just that the dog would very little bits of sausage now, just, just to make sure the dog associates walking with good things and make sure that the walk is to somewhere nice whether it's to the park or somewhere they like to go the other thing I would say is uh, report that to the guards um, you know uh, a pit bull in Ireland in public should be muzzled and should be under the owner's direct control so if that dog was off the lead uh, was not muzzled was not under the owner's direct control that's an offence uh, you must report it um, you should report it and unfortunately I mean, sadly as a vet, I have seen little dogs and bigger dogs killed by lots of different kinds of dogs. Uh, but certainly, a, a, you know, a, a dog of the pit bull type or size can can kill a dog, you know. So definitely report it and get it investigated. And also the other thing is, you know, next time it might not be another dog, it could be a child or something. So, so mm. don't ignore it. You know, it really should be investigated. And like I say, it is an offence not to have, you know, any of these different dangerous dogs out in public, you know, muzzled and yes. under direct control. Thank you, Sinead for that we had our cat spayed at the beginning of December Jerry would you ask Sinead uh, about something that concerns me um, there's a lump on the belly now uh, okay. after being after the uh, the cat being spayed uh, is that normal so what I would do probably it, a lot of it is going to depend on what the lump feels like looks like how big it is so I would say probably your best thing is to pop to the vet and have a quick check sometimes what can happen is it could be something as 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 uh, non-concerning as a little bit of suture reaction under the skin just a little bit of reaction around the material we wouldn't worry about that sometimes occasionally especially with cats because they just kind of fly back to normal the next day pretty much um, they maybe do a bit too much and they can cause a little bit of damage to the the wound opening or the where the, where the middle line muscle has been sutured and so you might have a little bit of herniation so I would definitely get it checked at the vet in case if there's been a little bit of a breakdown of the midline muscle sutures then really that would need to be assessed by the vet and, and, and repaired so I wouldn't start letting the cat out or I wouldn't do anything drastic until you've had the cat back checked at the vet it may just be a teeny tiny little bit of scarring and fibrosis or as I say it could be a little bit of herniation and you're best to get that checked out um, you know, sooner rather than later very very rarely but it is a possible complication after 
after any abdominal surgery, if you if you have any kind of breakdown of the, the midline muscle wound, you know, in your worst case scenario, you can have herniation of abdominal contents through that. Um, and obviously, if that happens, that's potentially catastrophic for infection and damage to, to your abdominal organs. So don't ignore it. You know, it's more than likely just to be a little suture reaction, but definitely get it checked out at the vet um, and, and just make sure it's nothing that needs a bit of surgery on. Thank you. Again, here's another one. In a general sense, this question from Catherine this afternoon. Jerry, would you put this to Sinead? We're looking to buy a German Shepherd pup, uh-huh. but we're concerned that we'll buy the pup from the wrong place, i.e. a puppy farm. Yeah, How yeah. do we ensure that okay. we get the puppy from a reputable Yeah, so the best people owner? to contact, if you contact the Irish Kennel Club, they will have a list of approved, uh, recognised German Shepherd breeders. Um, so they will have a list of people that they um, are happy that their conditions and facilities and uh, are, are, are good and that they have a good standard of, of care and hygiene. So definitely go to the Kennel Club first, um, get an approved breeder, and then ask, can you visit the breeder's establishment? and have a look around you know you're not going to be please don't go down the road that so many people do they they end up you know they they meet somebody in a car park they get the puppy out in the back of the car you know really if especially if you're planning on buying from a breeder you should be able to speak to the breeder in advance the breeder will hopefully be able to tell you that they have a, you know a dog who's expecting puppies at any one point you can then go and see the mummy when she's pregnant you can see the puppies when they're born you can see the puppies when they're a little bit older something like that if you're wanting to go for a certain particular kind of dog that is the route to go down. And then you're seeing it, you know, all the way through. And again, go for someone, um, I mean, essentially, if you have more, six or more breeding bitches, you have to be registered as an official, you know, dog breeding establishment. Um, so I would always tend to say to people is is to go for someone I mean, with a much smaller number of dogs um, that you can go and visit and see every step of the way, that you can speak to people who've had puppies from there. And that's if you really want to go down the route of getting a pedigree German Shepherd from a pup. If you just like German Shepherds as a breed and you're not you don't mind whether it's a puppy or not get in touch say with um, all of the different breeds have a kind of rescue society if you look up German Shepherd Rescue in Ireland there will be uh, places where they have actually rescued and rehabilitated German Shepherds that have you know been abandoned or fallen on hard times that's another option to think about uh, obviously that's going to maybe involve a little bit more work because these dogs may have not been you know well socialised or well trained but if you know what you're getting into and you want to help that may be one thing to do the other option is to contact any of the rescue organisations like the Dogs Trust or the ISPCA DSPCA um, and then often they would have German Shepherds or dogs of a German Shepherd type uh, that are looking for homes um, people are often obviously they want to get a pup because then they feel they can kind of train the puppy themselves and socialise the puppy and this is great in theory but often that still doesn't happen you know unless people mm. really make a concerted effort to do it um, and as I say yeah puppies are great but they're a lot of hard work as well and yes you have that little template and you can hopefully get that puppy trained and socialised um, but you do have to put the work in and puppies are hard work you know um, <laughs> they, they, they are. really are hard work mm. and so it may be that maybe a slightly older dog will be maybe best for you so don't don't write off, you know, the thought yeah. of getting an older dog and definitely contact the rehoming organisations. But if you're saying, no, no, I definitely want German Shepherd, that's fine. But, you know, contact the Kennel Club, you know, get the registered breeders. And like I say, any breeder, a good breeder, should be welcoming you with open arms. They should be wanting to tell you all about this is the dog and this is the daddy and this is the mummy. They would be proud telling you of this is what they've done or this is what they've won or this is where they've been. And, and you should be able to see them every stop of the way. You know, please don't, you know, 
go. Uh, unfortunately, what a lot of time happens is, you know, the, the, some of the disreputable breeders or the puppy farmers, they, they know now that the public are more educated. And so the public are kind of thinking, the public seem to think that if, if, if as long as they don't pick the puppy up from some kind of, you know, concentration camp type organization, that it's fine. But the problem is that even if puppies are being reared intensively in puppy farms, most of the time what the, what the sellers do is they, they, they set up like a stage or a fake yes. or a stooge site so it looks like you're actually seeing them with the family and you're not. And the most common one is, and people still say to me all the time, and they say to me, oh, I know I shouldn't have done it, but yeah, I picked them up. I met them in the car park at the supermarket. So I picked them up out the boot of the car. Sure, the puppies come from anywhere then, do you know. Yeah. And like I say, a good breeder, they are proud of what they've done and they're doing things properly and they're going to want to show you the mum and the dad and, and yep. everything um, and go and have a look. And anyone who doesn't want you to go and look, mm, don't go near them. <laughs> That's that what I would is say. the real warning signs. Yeah, just before we finish, it was the same when I got messy all those years ago. Yeah, down yeah. in Newry, I went down to the Manny of the mum and the dad there. There were six puppies and he let us pick one out of them. Exactly. And, this one and it's lovely. And it's actually really yep. nice as well. Yep. And you know, you can be really invested in them. Um, you know, and as they, you've just got to decide then, is the puppy what you want or will you go with an older dog? Yep. And is it a shepherd? Again, I would say if you want a shepherd, have you had shepherds before? Shepherds are really intelligent. They can be, can be kind of a little bit highly strong, maybe a little bit difficult to train. So you've got to put the work in. You know, their dogs are used to being working dogs. Great. So Sinead, that's, that's brilliant, think. fantastic right. advice. Thank you so much for joining us. Talk to you next welcome. month, Sinead. Take care now. Bye bye. That's the wonderful Sinead Kelly there with lots of good advice for you. John is looking for a small terrier-like pup. Does Sinead know if there's any available? Well, as she said there to us, um, go to your local rescue. And uh, maybe there's somebody listening today has terrier pups, terrier-like pups available looking for a good home. John is looking for one. If you give us a shout here at the station, we'll put you in touch. 0419832000. Uh, but the rescues are certainly a good option. Back to your onions and crying. Uh, we heard about the freezer a little earlier on. Another listener on there. I actually soak my own onions in very cold water, Jerry, and it's a good one. I don't cry when I cut or peel them then. Jerry, I can assure you, this is a fact. Oh, it's a fact, says Liz. Put some bread in your mouth <laughs> and you won't cry. It's worked and it does work and it works for me, Jerry. I assure you, says Liz this afternoon. So a piece of bread in the mouth. Jerry should just stick on a pair of goggles, says another listener. I was just thinking, I have to laugh again. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. The spoon in the mouth, standing at the sink. Imagine me standing at the sink with the goggles on me. Goggles to prevent the uh, whatever comes off the onions making me cry. I wonder what it work. You'd have to get those tight goggles, you know, that the swimmers wear that dig into your eyes and nothing could get in. And I'd still say you might shed a tear or two. But who knows? What about the lottery? We spoke to Fran Wertie on the show on Friday from the National Lottery. He hoped somebody would win it. And the rest is history. Now, 19 million. One winner on the night when it was going to be given away anyway in whatever form it was as it came down the numbers uh, one winner in Mayo is it I believe the Mayo winner good luck to you may you have joy and health and good fortune and may you help many many people with that 19 million euro I know I would if I happened to ever ever win it anyway it's still running One, four, seven, nine, sixteen, thirty-two. 16, <laughs> they didn't come up this time round but there may be a day they will come up and uh be here as I said to do the late lunch anyway no matter what happens anyway still to come on the show this afternoon after three it's a soundtrack from in my book the greatest stage musical 
of all time. I absolutely love it. And Aoife Bradley's here. She's a fitness instructor from Navin to talk about our new diary and also remembering Ashling Murphy. They had a beautiful ceremony in Navin over the weekend. But taking us to news, weather and sport at three o'clock. Ah, I love this one too. I love everything, don't I really? Not a lot I don't love, to be honest with you. It's UB40 and the wonderful Kingston Town on your late lunch this brilliant, brilliant Monday afternoon. I'm delighted to announce that a candlelit vigil will be held at the Round Tower in Inneskeen this evening at 7 o'clock. All welcome masks must be worn and social distancing applies. Thanks for letting us know, Mary. 7 o'clock, Round Tower, Inneskeen this evening in memory of Ashling Murphy. Another notice in there from Melissa. Thank you for letting us know. It's great to get the information. Always let us know if you spot something. Traffic lights out at the crossroads in Slane. Just beware if you're going through the centre of the village there. Thanks for that. Another listener saying, Jerry, thank you so much for playing UB40 Kingston Town. One of my favourite songs of all time. Delighted and glad you enjoyed it too. And staying on the musical theme at this time and late lunch this year. I'm focusing on a movie or a musical and in particular the soundtrack from it and today and this week I have to tell you it's my favourite musical of all time Les Miserables an an adaptation of the 1862 novel by Victor Hugo it premiered in Paris in 1980 and was itself adapted into English by Cameron McIntosh the show opened on the West End in London in October 1985 becoming the longest running, running musical there of all time and the second longest in the world. It's set in early 19th century France. It's the story of Jean Valjean, a peasant, and his redemption after serving 19 years in prison. Listen to this, for stealing a loaf of bread for his sister's starving child. He is, uh, gets parole, but he decides to break the terms of his parole, but is mercifully allowed start anew by a kind clergyman who could have sent him back to prison. However... A policeman named Javert pursues Valjean relentlessly and at a time when the revolution is in the air in France. And so a wonderful story embracing a slew of amazing characters unfolds. Though not initially well received by the critics, public opinion differed with Le Mis now rightly regarded as one of the greatest musicals of all time. Today, I begin my week of songs from the show with this one sung by the wonderful Fantine. There was a time when men were kind When their voices were soft Oh, simply wonderful. I dreamed a dream from the 25th anniversary concert of Le Mis. Jerry, I was at the 10th and 25th anniversary concerts in London. The best shows ever. CDs, DVDs from both concerts. Alfie Bowe and Colin Wilkinson were fantastic as John Valjean. And there's another man from County Mead who filled the lead role. Yes, Mr Killian Donnelly, who was simply wonderful. I saw him twice playing it. I'll be talking about that later on in the week. Thanks, John Mead, for getting in touch with us. You're lucky duck at those anniversary concerts. 
It's more about Le Mis in words and song at this time tomorrow on the show. Final break of the afternoon and I'll be joined after the break by Eva Bradley. Eva Bradley from my studio is on the line. She's just published her second volume of My Fitness Journal for the New Year. It's bright orange as well. It's radiant. It really is. Hello, Eva. Hello, Jerry. Happy New Year. Many happy returns to you. I'm going to come on to the journal in a minute. I have to mention Blackwater Park last Friday, four o'clock. It was really moving in memory of Ashling Murphy. Yeah, it was a, a, a truly, it was an amazing evening for such a tragic circumstance. I think every single person that came there in their hundreds, we all took away something from it. And I'm still picturing the sky that evening because you wouldn't have been able to paint it. It was the most beautiful sky and it was such a calm evening. Like the balloon that I got, it wasn't even blowing. It was such a calm, peaceful environment, you know, as I said, under circumstances that nobody can get their head around. Mm, it's senseless. It's still hard to understand why. The question is, why did this happen? As a, a young woman, a, a mum as well, and your business, and you mix in circles with ladies of all ages all all of the time. <sighs> what are you feeling? What are you feeling today, a few days later? I'm kind of feeling the same, you know, like it'll take a while to digest, but having conversations with other women... You know, I'm trying to encourage them not to stop. There is such an element of fear. Mm. But we've got to remember that, you know, every person that we meet on our walk and on our run is not going to be like this one person or these previous, you know, people who have done this. So we have to look at, you know, why do we go for our walks? Like I go down the ramparts at least three times a week and I might just go and sit. There's a tree stump in the middle of the river, kind of on the edge of the river. Mm. And I just love to sit there and no phone and just be present. Or I do go for my run and I meet men and I meet women and I meet couples. And, you know, and I think it's by saying hello, if you meet someone, you know, I just had this conversation with one lady this morning. We don't say hello to people anymore. Yeah. And I think COVID has even made that worse. We drop our chin, our head goes down, you know. And I think if, if, if a man was approaching me and he saw me doing that, he would then think, this girl's afraid of me here now and I don't want her to be afraid of me. Yeah. You know, and I think the simple hello, a smile, okay, if you're wearing a mask, you might be able to smile, but we can still smile with our eyes, yes. you know, and I think we need to start doing that more. And you might be listening to this and go, that's a very small little thing, but it's all these small things that will just make this situation a little bit more bearable. You know, like I'm not going to stop doing my walks and my runs. You know, we, yes, we will go when it's bright. And unfortunately, it was bright when this happened to yes. Ashley, you know. Mm. But I just feel, you know, that I get so much from it, you know, and I'm I'm trying to encourage people, if you're still enjoying it and you're still getting everything from it, continue to do it. Maybe change your route if you think it mightn't be the safest. Yes. You know, but we can't stop. No. No. Because we get more. We get more from doing it than living in fear. I I am going to say something to you. 
Ireland was renowned as Ireland of the welcomes and everybody said hello to everybody at one time when I was growing up. You said hello, you raised your head, you smiled or whatever. We lost that. You've touched on something really important here and I'm going to do it from now on. Sometimes I look at people and just nod at them and walk by. But say hello, smile. You know, know, you've made a really, really good point. Listen, time will beat us. Uh, Well done to you for Friday and, and, you know, what you... I just want to thank everyone that came. I really do. You know, it, it, everyone brought it. Everyone brought their own piece towards that atmosphere and it was incredible and we did it in complete solidarity and to show our respects. And also, you know, like I was speaking to men there after it and, you know, we don't want to tarnish the good men with Mm. the same brush. Yes. You know, there's good men out there. Mm, mm. Oh, know? lots, lots. Eva, look, when I tell you, I was talking to Louise about this earlier in the circle I move, and I don't have a big circle, but all the men I have are respectful and yeah. uh, love women and appreciate them and, and, and everything like that, honestly. like and, 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 and it's wrong to skew it in that way either, but look, there is a huge issue here and it must be yeah. addressed. I want to mention, because the time will be gone, your bloody journal. It's lovely. I love it. My Fitness Journal, Volume 2, and Bright Orange, it jumps out at you. Yeah. But let me read a little quote you put up. It says this, Your life doesn't get better by chance. It gets better by change. Yes. That's such yes. a telling little saying, isn't it? Yes, you know, like being in the situation where I continually, after Chloe and Ava were were born and so small, I kept saying, I wish I felt better. I wish, I wish, I wish. And no one was going to come knocking on my door. You know, there was no fairy godmother going to say, come on, let's make these wishes come true. I had to make the changes. Mm. And... You know, a new year and new months and new weeks. And, you know, whether it's a blue Monday, a yellow Tuesday, don't put a colour to a day. You can, you know, you can fit so much in within a day that will make you feel good. And all of these changes you make are coming from your driving force, your mindset. Where can people get this uh, My Fitness Journal Volume 2? Because it covers off mindfulness. You mentioned it there, how you love to sit alone uh, by the banks of the river. Your your fitness regime, lifestyle and nutrition, it's all included in there. I still have your first one, to be honest with you, and I look back at it as well. Where can people get hold of this? Unfortunately, I'm not in bookstores at the minute, but you can, <laughs> um, you can get it on my website, which is mystudio.ie, or on my Instagram handle, which is Eva Bradley Wellbeing, and it's in my bio there. Okay. So, um, and I'd just like to thank everyone who supported me on this journal, too. You know, without these people, it just wouldn't happen, you know, and I'm yeah. very, very grateful, very grateful. And for you guys as well, touching base with me on it, you know. No, not at all. We're delighted to. You're a fantastic lady and you've helped so many people, including yourself, but many, many others. And you've touched so many people's lives and you're held in high regard. I know by so many. My studio on Facebook. Is that it? My studio on Facebook? Yeah, mystudio.ie is my website. Oh, sorry. ie is the website. And uh, on Instagram, Aoife Bradley Wellbeing on Instagram. So mystudio.ie, I beg your pardon, mystudio.ie is the website for this wonderful Volume 2 uh, Fitness jur- Journal from Eva. Eva, talk to you during the year. Uh, keep okay. doing what you're doing. Thank you very much, Jerry, for having me again. Not at all. Thanks for joining me on the show. Terrific woman, Eva Bradley. And that... Uh, 
it's a lovely thing it really is she's it set out so well and the colour of it even alone I'm always attracted to colour so you know that anyway now tomorrow on Late Lunch Claire Kelly a remarkable story of living with illness for years and years and she's going to tell it to us on Late Lunch tomorrow Professor Paul Thomas is with us Truffles the Word of Fortune and you can find them in Ireland Connor Curley is with us as well he has a new product in his stable that really does help in the battle with COVID. You're number two on Tuesday and my Les Mis story continues. That's all coming up tomorrow. I want to say a big thank you to Brian Farley who guided me safely through the last couple of hours. Thanks a million, Brian. Eddie Caffrey's on his way with the drive. More wonderful music and lots more besides. Coming your way on LMFM Radio and we'll be back to do your late lunch just for you tomorrow at 1.30. See you then. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada and Dog and Cabin. Order your new Dacia Duster or the all-new Dacia Sandero and Stepway. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves... Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.